Such fun. A podcast devoted to the discussion, education, and celebration of all things fisting. Whether you're a curious newbie or an elbow deep connoisseur, this podcast is for you. I'm artist Big Buck Geek. And I'm blogger Jasmine Tads. Let's get to it. Let's have such fun. Welcome back to Such Fun. My name is Jasper Taz. And I'm Big Butt Geek. I'm the birthday boy. You're the birthday boy tomorrow. Yes. And at the time of recording, yes. It's a funny time of year. This time of year where we turn 33 together a why, week apart. Why did you have to tell everybody that? <laughs> no, no. Shit. I take it back. We can always edit it out. I'm 27. <laughs> I'm 27, everyone. <laughs> Um, two Leos running the show. I'd completely forgotten that. I mean, it sort of makes sense, really, doesn't it? <laughs> Everything. I'm like, that explains this. Yes. What are you saying about me? That I'm self-centered and perfectionist? Yeah, but I am too. So that's, uh, yeah. yeah well. <laughs> it's an artist, yeah. There we go. I'm happy. Okay, if you're happy, I'm happy. Uh, what are we doing today, Jazz? What are we doing today? Today... We have some very special mm. guests. I think I think your hole's been twitching for this one for a while. My hole really stops twitching these days, but uh, it's having a massive twitch today. We have the wonderful boys from Topped Toys uh, as our esteemed guests today. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. Hi. So before we get into an introduction from you guys, I, I want to clarify just for our audience um, the relationship that I've had with you and your company for almost two years now. Um, I have been running my little fisting blog for a while and um, you guys contacted me about doing a review for one of your toys, The Grip, and I received this toy, fell in love, and my hole fell in love and everything opened up, the heavens opened up and it was glorious and I couldn't get enough and I learned a lot about what it is you guys do during that time um, and I thought these guys know where it's at they're doing the right thing. They're doing it for the community. Um, they're opening us up even more than we ever expected. <laughs> Over to you guys. Tell us, who are Topped Toys? Well, um, my name's Michelle, uh, and, and I'm one of the owners of Topped Toys. And uh, My name is Rod, and I'm one of the owners of Topped Toys as well. We really just started Topped Toys out of our own personal uh, interest and, and, and desire to have better toys to play with. It's... Uh, something we're both really passionate about and, and mm -hmm. enjoy quite a bit. Um, so we we really just uh, wanted to see the toys that we make on the market. Uh, or we wanted to see them for ourselves every morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can say that when we kind of like uh, started playing and maybe you guys did too, or when you have a, um, a play friend that you play with for a while, all of a sudden it starts to be, okay, what toys do you have? What toys do you have? And then we're finding ourselves in a situation where like, well, these toys are quite pricey and um, you sometimes don't know how a toy would be. And then we started buying toys together and testing them. And then we're like, uh, oh, I wish that we could have done this or if the toy had that little feature that I think would be great. And all of a sudden kind of like came 
in one of the discussions like friends that this is something that we both always felt that uh, we would like to be involved with and would like to do and started to uh, research it uh, more and more together and uh, within a short period of time we, we came up with our first designs. Um, I think we, we both like biking and I believe if I recall correctly the first design was Michelle really wanted a comfortable plug in various size for biking. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> who, who wouldn't want that? Yeah, exactly. who wouldn't want that? <laughs> As somebody that's also biked with a plug inside, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's a great, it's, it's, it's great a, fun. It's a special Yeah, choice. it's great fun. Mm. All of a sudden you're like, uh, oh, I love those bumps. <laughs> Does that mean one of you already had training in um, crafting silicone sculptures, for want of a better word? I have a background in sculpture, in fine art, and also in marketing. Uh, and design. So I took that uh, and uh, learned a few new tricks um, and, and started working on the first designs that way. I have a background from high tech communication and, and business management. Luckily enough, in one of the, one of the things I did more seriously uh, for a long time was a 3D design. And um, Michelle, who is very modest, is uh, very smart. And I just like, look, download a 3D design software and uh, just uh, download the learning into your head, and he did. And then we sat down and uh, worked on um, worked on the first design. And I think that once we had that first design, we're like, "That's great. How do you transfer that from a computer screen into something that goes into your butt and on a bike and on a trip?" And that kind of like that that took a while. That took a while, and, um, and we have a, a third partner who has a, a chemical engineering background that uh, helped a lot with uh, doing the R&D involved and uh, that but that's how that's how it started and um, you need to have a lot of passion into it and you need to be willing to make a lot of sacrifices to uh, take such a almost a crazy kind of like idea and to try to make it into into a real thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and put and put careers that were going well kind of like on on, on a pause for for mm -hmm. doing that I see fascinating top toys wasn't the first name though was it for the company no. No, we originally started as Mountie Toys um, as a uh, homage to our Canadian roots, um, which which is a wonderful name. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> probably was going to run into some uh, uh, potential, branding, uh, branding potential. and trademark problems. <laughs> As we uh, as we became more successful and more and more more renowned, I mean, we, we I mean the slogans that it uh, alluded to were great, like uh, "Save the horse, ride the mountain." Uh, <laughs> it was a it was a really fun name. It was, it really was great name. great for a, yeah. It was a fun name to play with, but uh, we did yeah. We ended up especially when it came you know when we started to ship to more countries around the world, it became a little bit problematic. So we uh, we uh, switched to Topped Toys, which we also really love a lot, um, and and it also lends itself to making lots of great jokes as well. So, uh, just a question about um, about the industry: like, is there a lot of competition between companies? Do you are you in communication with other companies? Um, is it friendly? Is it yeah, what's it like? We have some communication with uh, one or two players in the industry, which is which is a good communication. Mm -hmm. As very active members of the as, of the kink community, we were already friends with many of these people, 
And with those people, we do we, we share knowledge and knowledge um, and some some tips and some things that would make uh, you know international shipping is a complicated business, so uh, elements on that, and uh, we take a lot of pride of uh, we want to know that if you are in the U.S., Peru, or Europe, we can get an order shipped to you very quickly, efficiently, and with as little hassle as it is. And there is still more work to be done to make it even easier. Can you tell us about, for starters, uh, your range, your range of toys, um, maybe talking a bit more specifically about uh, some of your your most effective or most loved toys, um, and then getting maybe to the more recent creations you've made? Sure. Um, we So we, uh, you know, we started with the Gatekeeper, which is um, a, a line of, um, of plugs uh, they're designed to be comfortable to wear for a bike ride or to wear to the office for all day. Um, they, it, it comes in um, a size range that starts at five and a half inches in circumference, which is a good intro size, a little smaller than the average dick. So, um, and, and they're softer. So uh, if, you, um, if you're comfortable bottoming, you can start with a Gapekeeper 55 um, and it will... Um, slip in and, and be very comfortable. And that range goes all the way up to a 14 inch circumference Gatekeeper 140. Basically the Gatekeeper is designed to make space in you. So we talk to a lot of guys who want to get into bigger toys and into fisting. And we usually tell them, look, if you're already at the level of holding the Gatekeeper 93 comfortably, which is 9.3 inches circumference, then you're ready to start taking some fists. And um, and then grow up in size and uh, being the sluts that we are, it seems like we keep on coming up with the next size up. And I think that uh, the joke is that I think that on the 116, we thought that uh, for an entire two weeks that this would be the last size. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a few above. And there are a few above that now. <laughs> we, um, we, and we get a lot of questions. Um, people who want to get into big toys, um, who want to get into fisting, who like gaping, the look of it, um, but don't know where to start. The Gapekeeper is a wonderful place to start. You can, um, y you can put it in um, and at the size you're comfortable with and, and get comfortable uh, holding it for you know maybe 30 minutes or an hour and then move up a size and, and the increments are, are small. Um, so that you can um, you can just work your way up through that. And as Rod said, once you're at the 93 or um, or 100, so a 9.3 or a 10 inch circumference, then you'll be um, ready. You'll be ready to take a fist. You know, like the first time you take a fist, there's always the it's the getting it in is pretty easy, and then you sort of have to get your mind around the idea that you're holding a fist inside you. Training up with a Gatekeeper series takes that kind of initial. Uh, shock out of it because you'll already be used to holding something that size inside you and you've worked yourself up to it gradually so it will, it will make introductory to uh, it'll, it'll make an introduction to fisting way easier for people there are also the gatekeeper collection changes in in various heights between the sizes so each toy is designed individually they're not just scaled up because there are many things that uh, um, like uh, the length of your cunt or where, you, where your lips rest or whatever do not change even though you can take something which is bigger. So we always kind of like match and make sure that the contours of the toy would, would work to do what, what they're intended. Mm -hmm. And we go up in height. So for example, the Gatekeeper 116 is a pretty deep 
mm-hmm. already penetration plug. It knocks on your second ring. It, it that that brings uh, an entire other wor- uh, world of feelings and sensations. I remember. It's definitely deep enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing you on the it's, first time, and I'm like, oh, he's getting it, and uh, <laughs> and it's so much fun. And when it's you so do much get fun. it, and then it just mm-hmm. sucks in and just mm-hmm. holds. You. It's a wonderful uh, toy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is a point there when kind of like when the when the Toy win and you lose, uh, and which is a, a happy moment of realization. It's kind of like I think in a lot of our games, it's kind of like oh, excuse me, in a lot of our toys, not of our games, but you play the game. Oh, this is a new game. How do I lose quicker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's the thing. You can play wonderful games in during your sessions with these toys. Oh yeah. That's actually something I really wanted to touch on for for our listeners who maybe are into fisting, but not into toys. In your eyes, what are the benefits of playing with toys, especially for somebody who maybe hasn't understood what toy play is about yet? Why do it? Well, for one, I mean, if you're uh, verse, then uh, it can be a great way to um, spice up uh, the topping part of your session. I don't know if you've ever uh, topped somebody while uh, holding a toy that approaches your maximum uh, capability, but it uh, really adds a whole new layer of uh, excitement to that experience. <laughs> so you're talking about topping somebody, <laughs> topping somebody while I've got a plug inside myself. Yes, yes. something like a 128 or a Deep Space 130. Ooh, I like that you start with the smallest <laughs> sizes possible. 128 is about as small as. Okay, you can you can start with an 85, 93, and see above that. It's it's fun. I'm I'm verse and I like to do it. Like um like to dom and that's a that's a very nice kind of like game to play with uh, um, with my partner and to play with myself actually and uh, it's basically an incremental how much can I go up while not changing headspace super fun so that's one thing you can do another one which is also super fun in play is to put a plug and have your partner hold it for a while and you can do other things you can do some BDSM or you can make out or focus on body contact when the plug goes out your fist is just going to fall in and it's an amazing feeling for both top and bottom we do kind of play with a lot of um, games and 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 challenges when we play and toys are great for that i mean it's um taking a fist is, is super fun but uh, warming up by having your top work you through uh, several sizes and uh, make you spit them out um, gives like an amazing visual presentation. It's a great way to warm up for a session. Also, I think also you can do during a break of a session. Mm-hmm. So we know of a lot of friends that would be like, okay, now it's time for me to take a five minute break or a 10 minute break. They'll pop in a plug, hang around, have a drink and and then uh, ease back into it because they don't want to have uh, an empty feeling. Oh, I'm very Yeah, I think you, you know the, that feeling when uh, the punching stops and uh, suddenly you're like... Uh, Something's missing in my life. Desperate, <laughs> desperate for something. Yeah. You're giving Just, me ideas yeah. for next weekend. You know, toys alone outside of a play session are super fun to incorporate into other things you're doing. Um, you know, if you're cleaning the house or cleaning the kitchen or... Um, going for a run or uh, hitting the gym or something. Slide a, slide a, a toy or something, something that's comfortable uh, in and see how much more fun that experience becomes for you. It's, uh, it's super fun. It's super fun and it's a good way to progress, I think, kind of like easily and safely. So most of our toy designs come out, or not most, all oh. of our toy designs come out of uh, 
some something that we're trying to accomplish personally. So for for the deep space, you know, I have typically trouble with depth, uh, but I but it, but gatekeepers and in, in particular, I can go very very wide. But just getting getting that depth was always such such a difficult thing for me, and taking punches deep was always difficult for me. So I, I wanted a toy that felt like a fist going through my second ring and then just held it there so I could just rest on it and get comfortable with that feeling uh, and that in, in hopes that that would improve my play uh, and my ability to take, uh, take deeper punches going forward. So the deep space, I mean, that's what it's for, as it's named, is to make a space deep inside you. Um, and get you comfortable uh, taking those punches right uh, through your second ring. And it starts starts very small, just like the gatekeeper, um, you know, at a, at a very beginner size, and uh, and goes all the way up to a size uh, 140 at this point, which is uh, truly massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 140 is, uh, I think, the only one that I haven't tried yet. Uh, of the Are you managing the 130? I tried it once. And it, I mean, the, the the head of it went in and it didn't want to go any deeper. And since then, I've been occupying my hole with other things. Um, and I, I'm not sure if I, I'm not sure if I'm yet game to try it again. <laughs> I need to practice on the smaller ones for now. You'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah, you'll come back to it. Um, yeah, the Deep Space also um, was a very nice intro for us for rideable toys. Yes. Um, it has a very small taper, which is very devilish because it does two things. One, you get very little reprieve when you go deeper. You get some, but it's just very minimal. So if you want your lips to get a little bit less stretched, you have to take it deeper. Mm-hmm. Who would want that? <laughs> and it's also the first toy that we launched with the uh, HD texture, which is a slightly silkier textured finish on the silicone that gives you a lot more motion feel. So that was on that toy, we we made that for that toy because the idea was that uh, you'll pop over the the wide top of it and then you'll want to sink down on it to give your hole a bit of a break, which will also open you up a lot deeper, bigger, and then something, then you'll find yourself moving up and down trying to find uh, Mm. some sort of equilibrium and the extra texture is designed really Gorgeous. to help pull your lips out more as you do that. I've not seen a feat of engineering like this since the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you, thank you. I hope we don't end up like that. <laughs> but, but you know what, the HD, the HD finish is something that uh, we, really, we really love. Our customers uh, really love. Um, it, it also holds lube better. Mm-hmm. That's very nice, especially when you go on on depth. And uh, when we're talking about what to do with partners in toys, like if you have a partner and you play with the deep space, have them fuck you with it or twist or turn it inside you in various depths. And this is like uh, uh, one of those can lead to some incredible orgasms. Yeah, the the texture really gives you so much motion feel on it that that it's a great toy to play with with a partner. Just to slightly move the conversation, um, I know I get this question a lot or statement a lot, and I'm sure you do as well, Jazz, is people who um, they're looking to level up, they want to 
train more, perhaps they're a new fister and they're asking about toys. And I always recommend, you know, you guys, a couple of other well-known brands, of course, in the platinum silicone range. And the response I get is like, oh, that's too much money. I'm not spending that. And of course, and of course, I I know I know well, the benefits of it and why. I mean, I mean, I I see some you know someone sends me a photo of their toy collection. It's you know it's a hundred PVC, you know, <laughs> to, to, toys that are yeah. all melting. I'm like I I I'd I'd rather you had one platinum silicone toy that that you that that you've ridden till no. the cows come home. You're, but what's what's your guys' response to that when people go? Do you know what? It's too much money. Like I'll I'll just I'll just get a fi- fifteen pound dildo from the local sex shop. We've all had cheap toys. I mean, we all started somewhere and they've they've melted, as you said. They melt in a drawer. They last for, I mean, realistically, they'll last a couple of months before they start to get sticky. And people, you know, can do what they, it's an unregulated market. And, and so really anyone can sell you anything mm. to put inside you. It's a bit scary, isn't it? Yeah. And they do. And, and they do, um, coming, coming from all over the world. Especially when you start sizing up to uh, to larger sizes, like taking a fist. Hopefully, at some point, people are thinking about um, about the safety of the material we use, and and the other platinum silicone manufacturers use a a medical grade, uh, lab certified platinum silicone. It's the same thing that would be used for implants or medical procedures. Um, so it is truly body safe. A lot of times with cheap toys, you see extremely firm toys with often designs that are um, punishing uh, in not the right way. I hope that people can see some value in in a toy that's made of a, a body safe material and also designed well and in a soft material as you're as you're going up in sizes. Uh, using a soft material is really important uh, to avoid uh, accidental injury. I mean, you know, we're in this for the long game. I, I plan to be playing with toys for many decades. And uh, so for me, uh, it's very worthwhile to spend a little more money on a toy that uh, I'll be able to use for decades yeah. uh, rather than continuing to buy cheap toys that could potentially harm me and that uh, are going to disintegrate. Mm-hmm. One thing I learned um, when I started working in sex shops a couple of years ago, um, and obviously for the first time I was sort of around toys all day. So I thought, I, you know, I had the time to really sort of study, you know, some of these some of these products and these packaging. And one thing I, I clocked very quickly was in very small writing in pretty much everything, everything we sold was the, was the words so, sold as novelty only or not, not for internal use. And it was an everything everything other than a platinum silicone toy was was basically their legal disclaimer like actually this should not be put inside you still see, we still, we see, still that. see that today we we still see that today e- uh, even from reputable manufacturers and um yeah yeah our toys are designed to go in you no, yeah. no doubt about it we don't hide behind it we think it's a uh, it's uh, almost absurd yeah. to to try and do that um and about the uh price point i just yeah. want to make a few other points which uh, also emphasize it um I wish when I started, and I know it's true for you, Michelle, that when you started, you wish you had the toys you have now. Oh, yeah. And that's why we make them. It's why we make them. I have yet to hear from any friend, customer of ours who moved from cheap toys to silicone that like came like, ah, I tried it and that's not for me. I'm yeah. going back to the PVC or, or vinyl toys or whatever it is. That just doesn't happen. And that tells you a lot. There is a reason why people stick to them. 
Um, overall, the cost, a huge portion of it is driven by the material costs. It's, uh, there is a reason why it's called platinum cured silicone. There is platinum in it, and that's the catalyst that makes this perfect chemical bond and curing, which makes it inert and non-porous. And, and that's, a, that's a huge element of it. We do try by being um, a volume player and uh, being um, making toys as quickly as we can to keep the cost very reasonable, but they're always going to be more expensive than the cheap toys because of the cost of the material. It's also, and that's a problem for all manufacturers, it's finicky to work with. So it's not very easy to, to make the toys, it's, uh, it's more finicky. And, uh, and and also it's a, a little um, geographically driven. The cost is also a bit geographically driven. The rep, you know, the, the the people who make the the silicone that is certified are in North America, uh, or they're in, they're 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 in more expensive places. Yeah, there's one factory in Germany, there is, yeah. and they're they're in North America. But uh, there, there is not, uh, you know, you. You can buy knockoffs of our toys from, um, you know, certain websites that, that are produced, uh, you know, in China, um, and they make claims about being made of silicone. We know but, that it's uh, not. It's not. Um, you know, to, to use a, a lab, you know, to use a certified material that is body safe and tested, uh, it just, it does add cost, but we think it's worth it in the end. It's also worth it in the end because your toy is going to last so much longer. Um, and, and Yeah, at the end of the day, even a very large toy would cost you a nice dinner for two people. Right. And um, dinner, I enjoy once when I have dinner. A toy, I enjoy for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was buying toys. That's that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was looking at. Indeed. Yeah, and even the small size, even your, your beginner sizes, you know, the, the sizes that... Uh, you know, we've graduated beyond. I still play with them. Tell us more um, about that. There's still, there's still plenty of space. You know, just because uh, you know I max out at a really big size doesn't mean that I'm not going to put. Um, th- there, there are days when I just want to play with a smaller size. It's nice to feel the accomplishment of a smaller size when it just sits fully, like really sits in the right place inside you. It's no struggle or anything, and that's another fun headspace to be in when you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not a competition. We always come back to, uh, well, to, I don't know if you come back to small toys, let's say medium sometimes. toys. <laughs> sometimes small toys too. Um, I think just one thing that I think important for everybody to also know about the difference between toys. Um, if you play with silicone toys, you're going to have a pretty hole. You're going to prevent injury. <laughs> it's true. When you see guys, when they start with silicone toys, you see a huge difference. And um, and it's nice. It's nice to see that. It, it does feel as well as a brand, and I, I mean, I think, I think, I think a few other brands perhaps started this trend, but you guys certainly established this as almost creating sort of a size guide for people's holes. Really, you know, it's like, oh, you can take the one hundred, you can. Take, so you know, and as as you say, it's not a competition, but then that just gives me, you know, and, and my and my partners, my play partners, a really good indication of sort of what level their holes are. I'm like, okay, you're comfortable with playing with the one twenty of this, like, oh, okay, I know you're quite proficient, or you know, a double fist can be good for you. Okay, you're not quite comfortable with with that, like, okay, I know, I know, you need a bit more time and attention. So it just creates a good kind of whole size guide in a way you know for the community you know i'm like oh okay okay that's very proficient like oh okay cool you know you're still you know you're working on that one that's cool i know i know where you're at you know and that's that's kind of nice to see because some people i think before that we didn't really know what the hell we were doing really i don't 
a lot of we didn't want to create a uh, sizing structure that passed judgment or made people uh, feel like they either were too big or like they weren't big enough or, you know, there's a lot of judgment inherent in uh, the world generally. So we, we wanted a, a sizing, uh, um, conven- a sizing convention that just told people, that just told mm. you where you were. Um, without without judging you, without saying it's a extra small or a tiny or an XXXXXL um, or anything like that. You know, we size our toys based on the the maximum circumference. Yeah. That's what the number at the end is. The Gatekeeper seventy five is seven and a half inches. The Mordax one fifteen is eleven and a half inches around at the widest point. We do give um, me- we do give metric as well. It's easy. You can take a glance at our size at our at any toy range in our product list and you can see exactly where you think you might fall on that scale. It also really helps customers when they come to make a purchasing decision. Mm-hmm. So you know if you're one size in, in a particular collection, then you can read some blogs that talk about the differences. And usually when we come up with a new collection, then there's going to be very quickly a blog or two that follows about the sensation that the toy gives you. Um, what toys have we um, played in conjunction with that toy? Mm-hmm. And we always... Uh, we do rigorous testing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a bit about that, if you don't mind. I know the story already, but <laughs> I know the listeners, of course, don't. Um, well, you- the story is like to make the short story of, well, there is a first model of a toy uh, uh, that is uh, being popped out. The first one comes out. Then there is a physical fight in our <laughs> office between Michelle and myself. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> and then you and, call the truce uh, and take it home. And, and then you call a truce, pull it home, kind of like keep this who did first, and then kind of like, I need to go home immediately. <laughs> Goodbye. <Yeah. laughs> and then, then the day's over. Uh, <laughs> and then... Uh, and I'll be calling sick tomorrow. Yeah, no, no, no. Then the next day what happens is uh, the person who didn't win the uh, right to take it home the first night... Uh, comes into the office and says, uh, did you take it uh, fully, completely, all the way? All the and way? if the other person says no, then there is a, a, lo- a lot of anger. <laughs> <laughs> Always can be resolved in a fun session. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yo, we do we, test them. We, we test them. Um, the, um, our lovely employees, family of employees, are also, most of them are into um, S-play and fisting. And they definitely take home toys to test. And uh, um, we like to get uh, many opinions before we release a toy. I mean, we test every toy a lot before we release it. And we go through a lot of different designs on them. The the We, we don't release things unless they're really good. Um, we don't release toys that uh, that aren't going to work. Yeah, we had toys that we scraped. Yeah, we we, we definitely had that. Yeah, uh, we do have we have plenty of toys that we just said no back to the drawing board. Oh, it needs another quarter inch here or mm-hmm. another eighth of an inch here, um, and and back to the beginning. Um, How many times when we do that is that a reduction in size? Michelle? <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. We always actually. I mean, we start at the size that we're usually uh, wanting Want. for ourselves. And then we uh, size around that. Jeez, if we want to measure our progress, we can just see the size that we released first. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's comparatively quite a short time that Top Toys has been on the market. I think it's it's correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. Just over two years. Is that right? Two, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're in our third year. We're in so, our so third year. So, I mean, what you've yes. achieved in that time is really remarkable. 
um, I have, have to say. We're always thinking about new, new sensations we'd like with toys, um, whether it's uh, other long-term wear toys or um, toys that are designed to go on fuck machines or um, other depth trainers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there we have, we have kind of an endless uh, sketchbook of toys that we yeah. sort of salivate over. We have um, a lot of designs that are floating in, in, in different stages of design. But I think we can tell people that there's going to be um, a focus on some new long-term wear toys. So we have a few ideas there that we think are going to be super nice and super fun to have. Um, Michelle said and can only agree, we had a very good success for how we like them and how the market is like them for toys that are designed to go on fuck machines. So there's going to be a few more coming on uh, that range and they're just just endless amount of designs that uh, we're we're playing with um, but we're also trying to not release them in a too quick of a paste just to be considerate of customers because many many just uh, basically buy everything <laughs> we want to give people time to appreciate the toys that they have before we um, throw something new at them yeah. but as a rule of thumb every new toy that we make is going to be different so it has to in our rules it has to give you a different sensation it has to have uh, also a sexy look into it, and it needs to be very functional. We made a strategic decision not to make uh, more of the same, just for the hell of it, so we can have more toys. So we really focus on, here is something that we wanted to achieve, we need something which is uh, penetrating more or penetrating less, or with one knot or with two knots, and, and we'll build a design around, around the concept, test it, and then make a decision about releasing it. So that's the the toy design mm-hmm. uh, front. We also have some other, I mean, there's some other projects. You know, we think of Topped as a reflection of our own interests, and um, our our fetish interests also include things like um, like lingerie and and um, jocks and thongs and and um, and some um, sluttier apparel. I mean, we we really embrace sec- the, the sexual form of the male body. Uh, so trying to, you know, so we're, we're also working on some uh, projects around that. Um, and then we and we continue to work on different things with the kind of community building. I mean, the, the topped mixes continue to be um, released and there's some um, some talk about some projects to really offer maybe a gathering space for our customers. Um, that's something that I think next year is going to happen at a much higher Okay. Um, strength, but we do we do see some room for community building around the top platform. So, like an online forum, something without going into too finer details. Something like an online forum that would be much more open to kinky, queer, gay people. You know, we would like to live in a world where where the fetishes that we enjoy are more are more embraced and and so anything that we can do to make that happen uh is is a project that we're interested in um and and something that we're happy to put our time i'm still waiting for the top toys fisting party the event yeah (laughs) us too us too yeah (laughs) trust me we talk about it we talk about it yeah there's going to be the all-night plug event there's going to be the (laughs) we want the top olympics we want the uh (laughs) there's gonna be a big paddling pool full of lube and just and just the plugs floating around in it just dive in Uh 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 yeah 
And first place goes to those who lose. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like every game, Rod comes up with one and I say, excellent, how can I lose? <laughs> and what's the punishment? Yeah. <laughs> Is there any message that you want to send to the people that really love your brand and purchase your brand a lot? Who I know will be listening to this. So I think you really want to directly say to them. Um, I mean... Well, we I hope by people, a big thank you. Yeah, a big thank you. I hope people can recognize that um, I, I think that, that we're unique in, in, in that we are just as kinky as the people that we are developing, developing our products for, that we get it um, in a way that I don't think that I never felt other brands when I was on the consumer side of it. I never felt that other brands really understood me. I didn't feel like there was a place for someone like me in fisting or fetish that I'm interested in. I mean, we make toys and we make, you know, apparel and and, um, and other things like that. And we sell accessories, um, but we really spend all of our time just thinking about how to make a more inclusive, how, how to make the more inclusive fetish environment that we wish had been here when we first came out. Um, and we are always listening. We're um, both, you know, if um, if people message on Twitter, it's often Rod or either responding. Um, we are really, really, really dedicated to um, the world that we are trying to create. I had something. <laughs> I had something for this. Something about toys for a new generation of kink. I think that's something that's kind of uh, there for me. We're seeing many of them are doing things that they didn't think of before. And we're doing things that we didn't think of before. And we're also seeing different, kinds of, different kinds of people that are coming. We're seeing people who are more diverse or are racialized that are getting into kink that used to be, and still is until today, an extremely white arena. And we see more and more people who are out of, out of that and, and, and that the community is becoming more, more diverse. And that's something that we'd love to see. And we're also seeing um, more gender fluidity between the people that play in what they wear and who they play with, which we think is great and fantastic. And we embrace and encourage everybody to do more. And we also see some changes in roles. We're seeing more and more people who are verse or tops becoming top verse or top bottom becoming bottom verse. And we're getting a lot of people who are telling us that, uh, oh, I was a total top and now I've tried and I have a small gatekeeper and I'm getting the next size and I'm usually topping with it in me. And it's very nice to see. And we think the more people do that, it means more people are feeling comfortable with themselves and are going to have a better time being the best slut that they can. <laughs> Amen. We, yeah, we, we really encourage people to just be playful with, be playful with your sexuality. Like I always say that your body is probably the most fun toy you have. Go do something fun with it. Hopefully with somebody else or a few other people. Mm. How wholesome. <laughs> How wholesome. I know. <laughs> Look, we're making the world a better place, right? That's why we're all here today. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And we wanted to have more slots to play with. True. It's mm. also one of the reasons we did. It was like, we, like, you know, look at Twitter and you see the boys like, hmm, look at what we did. I feel really good about coming to work today. <laughs> look at this mess we made. <laughs> yes. A beautiful mess. A beautiful mess. Can yeah, I have yeah. it on my face? <laughs> Hopefully we'll get to see you. We're planning. We're planning to come. We have. Uh, we're, we're coming to Europe and the UK, which is no longer Europe. Don't um, don't blame October. me for that. I voted Excellent. to stay in. I voted stay in multiple times. No, nobody at me. About that. <laughs> I, 
No, but are you are you are you going to escape? I'll get out now and then, you know, where, where I can, <laughs> COVID permitting. Rod and Michelle, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you for having us. To celebrate Top Toys joining us this series for an interview, we are doing a Top Toys toy giveaway. All you have to do to enter is share this episode online, Instagram or Twitter, tagging the Such Fun account with the hashtag Such Fun Giveaway. That's two Fs, obviously. You have until October 24th to share this episode, and after that, we'll pick a winner at random, and you'll receive a topped toy of your choice. Good luck! Such fun! Such fun. Such fun. Such fun.